Hello and welcome to the Sunday Jumpstart Podcast, a weekly podcast helping goal-getters ditch the excuses, do the work, and make ish happen. My name is Jessica Lauren and you are listening to episode number 57. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to this week's episode of the SJS Podcast. Today's episode is brought to you in part by my new program, The Goal Getter Sessions. Y'all, we are at the halfway mark of the year, which means that you still have time to end 2019 with a big old bang, honey. Just because the beginning of the year started off a little wonky does not mean you have to give up now. Now, if you've been needing some support because you feel absolutely exhausted, you've been trying to get your goals off of the ground, but it's just not getting anywhere and you're tired of feeling stuck, then the Goal Getter Sessions is the program for you. I am here to give you some one-on-one coaching and support for eight entire weeks. I'll help you get super clear on what it is that you want to do. Then after that, we'll set some milestones and deadlines. I will be your accountability partner. Every week, you're going to get a one-hour phone call from me checking me in like, hey, girlfriend, did you do X, Y, and Z? Let's figure out what you need to do and let me help you get it done. Every week there is a theme. I help you get over mindset roadblocks, help you track your progress, figure out where you can squeeze in more time to dedicate to your goals. Y'all, we are achieving big things in 2019. We not wait until 2020, which is, by the way, six months away from today. So if you need some help and support and some guidance in your goal chase, be sure to hit me up and be like, hey, Jessica, I want to learn more about the Goal Getter Sessions. To find out more, all you have to do is send me an email. My email address is hello at no real jewelry and just say Jessica girlfriend what tell me how do I join or you can go to no real jewelry.com and click on the goal getter sessions there you'll just fill out a quick questionnaire and I will shoot you back some information about my new eight week coaching program Now, today we're going to talk about our purpose. I remember growing up in a church, my pastor and my youth group would go around and prophesy over all of us, like, Jennifer, you are going to be a powerful deaconess, or Tony, you're going to be a world-class author. And then my pastor would get to me and just be like, hey, Jessica. And it's made me super insecure about what my purpose has been in life. Since I was a teenager, I was obsessed with finding my purpose. Like, Lord, what did you bring me here to do? Well, it was recently over the past couple of weeks that I realized that my purpose might have been there all along and I was just looking for external signs and wonders and miraculous miracles, but it was in me all along. So if you're kind of in that space where you're just like, okay, for real, why am I here? What is my purpose? I'm searching around like MacGyver. I don't know what I'm here to do. We're going to talk about how some of those answers might be within you already. But before we get into all of that 
goodness, it is time for us to celebrate how you are winning big in your life. This week's listener win comes in from one of my favorite people in the whole wide world, my baby sister, Erin. Take a listen to how she's winning big in her life. My name is Erin and I'm a second grade teacher from Michigan and my win for this week is that the school year is finally over. This was a good year. I had a great bunch of kids but I'm just so excited to have some time to relax, not plan lessons, not do anything. So this is definitely my win for the week. And also, um, one of my goals was to be a traveler before I have kids, before I get married, like I want to see the world. And my very close friend and I, we're going to be traveling to China in two weeks. So now I get to finally like unwind and focus on, you know, something I really, really want to do. So this is just a winning week. Um, I'm just so excited for the week to be over. And yeah, thank you so much, Jessica, for just keeping us positive positive and motivated. Erin, I'm so proud of you and I think it's super sweet that you decided to send in a listener win. Thank you girl so much. I'm so proud of you and so happy that you get to go travel the world. She went to London a few months ago. Now China is on the docket. She's going there to learn more about her teaching profession with one of our good friends. So Erin, I'm so proud of you. I'm happy you got the summer off honey to relax because you deserve it. She forgot to mention that she got most distinguished teacher by her principal, so there's that too. Now, if you wanna come on the show and share your win, it is super simple. All you have to do is follow me over on Instagram. My name is at no real jewelry. You're gonna slide on into my DMs and hit that voice memo button. State your first name, give us your Instagram handle, tell us what it is that you do, and then share your win in about 60 to 90 seconds. Um, tell us how you're winning big. It could be small. It does not matter. We just want to get into the habit of celebrating all wins, no matter how big or small they are. Now that we have official SJS podcast business all buttoned up, let's get into this week's episode. So recently, I was having a conversation with my good friend, Bria Williams. If that name is familiar, it's because she was on the episode a few months back. The episode is called, What's a Life Coach? And how do you know when it's time to get one in your life? I will include that episode in the show notes. Well, anyway, her and I were talking about letting go, letting go of dead relationships, letting go of dead, you know, mindsets that no longer serve us. And she was just like, Jessica, when was the last time you did a deep clean in your house? Um, and I was just like, girl, it's been a minute. You know, I keeps it clean. But as far as like getting rid of stuff, Marie condoing my house, it has been a minute. And she was like, why don't you start there? Sometimes physically removing some things from your space can also free up some space in your mind, free up some mental clutter as well. And she was like, I want you to, as you're finding stuff, write down what triggers what type of emotions. Like if you find an old bracelet that your boyfriend gave you that cheated on you and you get angry, go ahead and document that. Um, and I was just like, you know what? I'm down for this exercise. Let's do it. So I'm cleaning up the house and it is funny. Like she said, I was finding stuff and was just like, okay, this letter from my mom makes me so happy or this letter from my grandmother makes me really nostalgic or that fool's coat. Let me go 
go ahead and burn it because he played me dirty. Well, anyway, <laughs> he did me dirty rather. Anyway, I find some journals that I had from back in the day. Y'all, I have been an avid journal my entire life. Like since fourth grade, I've just always documented everything. I've been obsessed with, I think it started because I went to Catholic school and they were really, really strict on our handwriting. And so I was always trying to improve it. And my mother, she has gorgeous handwriting. So I was trying to emulate her. So I just was always writing, not necessarily, you know, to process my thoughts or my feelings or anything like that, but more so just to practice the skill of writing. But as I grew older, I would just every day after school, just write down literally every moment from the time I woke up to the time I got home, what happened during the day and how I felt about it. And as I'm going through these journals, it just dawned on me like, oh my gosh, maybe I've always been a writer. You know, on the podcast, I've been very, very candid about my insecurities with my writing. It, it's something that I don't feel all that confident in and is because I grew up in a school system that really didn't teach us English. It didn't teach us grammar or syntax or anything like that. So when I write, I'm just like, oh my God, did I write that right? Does it, do, am I expressing my feelings properly? It just takes me a long time to write. And it was just like, but Jessica, you've always done it. And, you know, I've talked about my acting career here on a, the podcast before. I was an actor. I wasn't booking anything. Then I finally booked any booked something. But before that, I started the blog and just really got super passionate about sharing my story. And then from that, I started sharing my story on the podcast and just finding those journals made me realize, Jessica, that has been something you have been doing since you could write. You have always shared your story. You have always been really, really interested in processing feelings and overcoming stuff. You know what I mean? And it just dawned on me like, wow, I spent all those years feeling like I didn't have a purpose, feeling that I didn't have any like true talent that could help someone else out. You know, I love acting, but for me, it was very self-centered. It was like, look what I can do. I can cry on cue. Look what I can do. I can remember this choreography, you know, and I do believe that acting and theater and film is so important because it holds a mirror up to society and be like, look at you. And it makes us examine our feelings, how we treat other people. You know, right now, Everybody on this planet is watching um, when they see us. And it's about the Central Park boys and the injustice, the just all that they suffer. And right now people are talking about it. It's made us incensed and action is being taken. Homegirl got fired from her job. You know what I mean? Acting is such an important thing because it really does incite change. But looking back, I believe that I was into acting because I was looking for some validation. I was looking for some praise. I just wanted somebody to look at me. Jessica is talented. Um, and don't get me wrong. I definitely um, love storytelling in that venue. And I believe that it was impactful. But once I started writing and sharing my story through words, through the blog, that felt so much more impactful and purposeful for me because I would get so many letters and, you know, emails, text messages, tweets, and 
from people just like Jessica, oh my God, thank you so much for talking about your depression. Thank you so much for talking about therapy because now I'm going to therapy. I was ashamed to go to therapy because I grew up in a church and they told me to just pray it away and I tried and I've been battling some heavy things. But because of that one little article, um, I'm now going to seek help. That lit up a fire in me like no other, like none that I had experienced in acting before. And I definitely thought that was my purpose. And it probably was at the time. You know what I mean? I love that I went through that acting career because without it, I wouldn't have birthed the podcast, the blog, my business. So it was definitely there for a purpose in my life. And I think it served a purpose for the people that I might have impacted when, you know, I did a Chuck E. Cheese commercial or my McDonald's voiceover. Maybe somebody got a good hamburger off of that or when I was on Chicago PD or in plays, whatever. But doing this is like, that's what I want to feel like, God. That feels so aligned with um, a calling that you have on my life. This feels real for me. And to see, Jessica, you have been doing it all along. Who cares that you feel insecure about it? This ain't new. You've always been trying to reach people and connect to people and trying to process your feelings. Blogging ain't new. You've been blogging since you was in fourth grade. And it was just such an aha moment. And it I wanted to share it because I know a lot of us are like, where is my purpose? What am I supposed to be doing? God, what is my calling? And those are all valid questions. That is a noble quest to be on. But one way I think that we can find our purpose is if we go back and take a look at the things that we used to do that came so naturally to us, that brought us so much joy that we could do it sun up from sundown. Go back and take a look at those things. That could be your clue. It doesn't have to be a solidified thing, but I think that can help you get on the right track of finding your purpose. Like if you were that kid in class that constantly got in trouble for talking or your mama was like, oh girl, you talk so doggone much, and but you loved it. You love having conversation with people. You loved finding out new things. You love telling jokes all of that stuff. Maybe your purpose is to be a lawyer. Maybe you can argue a point really well, or maybe that talkative spirit that you have is for you to have a successful podcast or a national televised talk show. Go back and look at the things that you used to do that you could just spend all hours of the day doing. If that was painting as a child, you could paint till the cows come home. Maybe go back and start painting just to feel like, okay, I know I got this job at this dentist's office. This doesn't feel purposeful. I know I'm helping people, but I still just don't feel fulfilled spiritually or like I'm leaving some type of impact spiritually on another person. Maybe this weekend, go grab a canvas from Michael's, go grab some watercolor, whatever, and get to painting and see how that feels again, right? If you're just like, you know what? I hate corporate America. I'm ready to switch fields, but I don't even know where to start. 
again, go back. Have you always loved working with kids? Did you have your own babysitting service where people like, oh my gosh, Crystal, I need you to watch the kids. And when they would come back, they'd be like, oh my gosh, you got them in bed, you got the clothes washed, they did an art project, they did all their homework. Maybe that should tell you, hey, you can start your own daycare center. Or maybe you need to switch paths and be at a preschool. Again, this isn't a hard, you know, concrete rule, but I think going back to your childhood or just a, a moment in time where you com were com in complete bliss over an activity, I think that definitely can start giving you some clues on where to go. You see, what winds up happening as children is that a lot of that stuff when we're expressing ourselves can be annoying to the grown-ups in our lives. Like if you were a kid and you were always singing the house down, you probably had people being like, girl, please be quiet. Go sit down. Go in your room. Stop all that singing. Or if you were a child that talked a lot, girl, be quiet. Stop. You always trying to show off this grown folks business go sit down so if you had the calling in your heart to be an actor or to be a singer but instead you chose the i'm just gonna go to business school or i'm just gonna work at mcdonald's route ain't nothing wrong with that but the reason you did it is because somebody shut it down and squashed it within you and so you've been looking for external um validation right it's like okay my mom and my dad and my grandma used to always tell me to shut up and be quiet and sit down for doing something that organically came out of me, maybe that's wrong. So maybe I need to go, you know, um, work at Ikea. Maybe I need to just do something that isn't aligned with what comes to you organically. That's where sometimes that purpose gets hidden is because somebody just shut you down when you were a child. It is this amazing book. It's called The Artist's Way by Julie Cameron. I recommend everybody to read it because her theory is that every single one of us is creative and we are all artists in some way. But like I just said, somebody sh may have shut it down when you were younger. So then you got into a shadow career. A shadow career is someone that is like, oh my gosh, I really wanted to be an actor, but somebody told me I sucked at it. So now I'm going to be a critic. I'm going to be someone that goes to see theater, that goes to go see movies. And all I'm going to do is write up an article about how I felt about that, how the acting was, what I did and didn't like. It's in the same vein, but it's not exactly what you want to do. A lot of us are shadow artists in our lives. I think my acting career was my shadow artistry. Um, I think I was always talking, always writing, always just being like, ah, here I am. And I might have, you know, people were like, get that girl in theater. And that was awesome. I learned so many skills. But I think what it was is that maybe my purpose was to be a cheerleader, to be an advocate for other people, to share my story and connect to people through words. Um, and, and, and there's nothing wrong with being a shadow artist because that's your way of coping. That's your way of figuring it out. But a way to get out of that shadow artistry is to start going back to those childhood type things. And you'd be surprised some of that stuff is still really in you. Now, here's a disclaimer. Purpose doesn't necessarily mean profit, right? Let's say you figure out, oh my God, deep down inside, I've always wanted to be a singer. I'm about to quit my job right now. I'm about to go on American Idol and y'all gonna give me a contract. 
Now, if you want to do that, please go ahead and do that. But you don't have to do that. Maybe you could be like, you know what? I, I did always like singing. I'm going to, you know, hire a vocal coach to help me get back in the game. I'm going to start singing at church, right? I'm going to bless people and be purpose-filled by singing in the choir and helping people worship to God. Or I'm just going to sing around the house like nobody's watching. You know what I mean? It can be a super, finding your purpose can be something that fulfills you. It does not have to have an audience of thousands. It doesn't have to make you money. If it does, awesome. It doesn't have to make you quit your job. And if it does, cool. But just know that your purpose can be something for for you and your family. Like, oh my gosh, you know, I know I'm out here hustling, bustling, but I feel my best when I'm at home with my family and we're cuddled up on the couch and I'm reading to them. Maybe my purpose is just to be a really present mom if I can. You get what I'm saying? Everything doesn't have to be profitable and it doesn't have to be a a business or you don't have to turn into an entrepreneur. But if that's on your heart, then absolutely go for it. I ain't stopping you. But I do just want to warn you that if you do, you know, feel like, oh my gosh, I found it. You don't have to make a coin off of it. It could be simply for you and your community. And your community doesn't have to be a million YouTube subscribers. It doesn't have to be a stadium or an arena packed filled with people. It can be your your students at your school. It could be your church members at the church. It could be your family. Like it can it doesn't have to be this huge, massive thing. But I think it is important for all of us to just dig a little bit deeper and figure out, okay, God, why am I here? And I think a lot of times he's like, girl, if you just get still, be quiet and tap back into what's always giving you joy, what's always come to you naturally and organically, that that will tell you something. It'll lead you somewhere. Here's another thing when it comes to purpose. Your purpose can shift and change over time. It does not have to be one purpose over your one life. You know, we grow, we expand. You know, your purpose in your teen years might not look the same as in your 30s. Give yourself enough grace to also let go of a purpose if it no longer feels purposeful if it's no longer serving you or serving anybody else. I talk about that in my episode. I think it's called You're Allowed to Change Direction in Your Life, Career, um, and Purpose, I think it's called. I'll leave it in the show notes. Sometimes it's hard to remember my episodes off the top of my head. But also just keep in mind that you're, you don't have to stay married to a purpose if it's no longer feeling right anymore, right? We think it's just you know, one big thing. Purposes change and purposes change in relation to different people. You know what I mean? So just keep that in mind to be fluid as you're on the search of purpose. After doing this exercise, you're like, oh yes, Jessica, thank you so much for helping me. I went back to my childhood. You're right. I was in a shadow career. I found my purpose. Walk in that, explore that, but also be okay knowing that in three years that might change too because we are all three-dimensional people and we grow and have different interests and we grow in and out of stuff. So also just be super flexible and open with your purpose and know that it can change 
over time. You know what, guys? I pray that this episode helped make some things clear about your purpose. Again, it doesn't have to be some odyssey (laughs) voyage that you have to go on. It might be already in you and something that you're already doing. So this weekend, this week, take some time to explore that. Go ahead and grab your journal. Go ahead and grab those old paintings, whatever the case may be. Pick up the book, The Artist's Way by Julie Cameron and, and do the exercises in there. She, I think that's like a 12 week program. It's a book, but each week you have a different assignment. It's so good. Pick that up. That definitely helps you just kind of get back in touch with your creativity, the things that you were doing as a child. As always, you guys, I pray that this episode in some way made some impact in your life. Now, if I mentioned anything in today's episode that resonated with you, but you were out living your best life and could not jot it down, do not worry. I got your back. It is all in the show notes. To get to those show notes, you go to No Real Jewelry com and click on the SJS podcast. Now, y'all, if y'all could do me a favor, once this episode is ended, if you have time, just leave a rate and review in the Apple podcast section. You guys, that has such a huge impact on the podcast. It lets iTunes know to recommend the show to other go-getters so that they can get our make-ish happen message on and popping. If you have any questions or want to say hey or you want to learn more about the go-getter sessions, be sure to shoot me an email. My email address is hello at norealjewelry.com. And if you want to hang out with me on the day to day, be sure to follow me. I'm on Instagram at no real jewelry. Until next time, you guys be blessed. Stay focused, stay encouraged, have some fun. Y'all, it's about to be officially summertime in a couple weeks. So please go enjoy this good weather. And to my Chicago people, I know it has been raining every doggone day. Still go outside, enjoy yourself, get some fresh air. I love you guys. I mean that. I am praying for you every single day. Till next time, be blessed, stay encouraged, and I will holler at you later. Thank you.